Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Rebuild, retool, Chicago Bulls fans after the Zach Levine trade rumors are asking which one is coming to the team, if either are coming at all or are we, which is the most likely scenario going to be running it back. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about why the John Morant suspension, now that it's official, may have affected one of the Bulls' best potential targets this offseason, and we're going to dive into the mailbag. All that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Uh, I'm the host here, Hayes, I guess. If you want to follow me, you can do so at CEO Hayes. More importantly, if you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we are on. With that being said, let's get into the topics for today. So, rebuild, retool is something that you're going to hear a lot over the course of this offseason. And still, until moves start getting done and we see the direction that the team is going, it's going to be that constant question on which one is better, which one's the the, the more uh, cho- the, the better choice that the front office should make, which one do Bulls fans want. I tell you here and right now, the Bulls have already told you which direction they're going to go. And here's why I'm going to la- I'm going to lay this out right. When the Bulls came in, when AK and Eversley came in and they initially said they wanted to build through the draft, they want to build organically, and then turned around and traded a bunch of three first-round picks within the, within their first year on the job, uh, traded all their young assets of players that could develop, and some hit or miss, right? I, I have my opinions on it. I look at Wendell, and I know some Bulls fans try to act like Wendell's all of a sudden turned into this monster player when we traded him away. No, he's the same player. He got some glasses. And uh, and he's got a more consistent role. That's really it. But when you look at Laurie and his growth that came, you know, two seasons later, even though the Jazz may even be looking to, to, to move Laurie, right? But ultimately, the Bulls have already told you what they're going to do. A rebuild is not coming. Once this team made their move to go for it now, they build a win-now roster that, yes, has not been successful. They told you what they're going to do. And as long as that glimmer that's still been there, right, we have not been removed far enough from it, I think people forget that technically the roster that AK built was working, right? We were the number one team in the East to start the season, the first couple months of the season. We were the number one team in the East. We were rocking and rolling. Yes, we still had tons of deficiencies there, and that's why you know I don't think we would have ever finished at the top of the East, but I do think we had a top five team in the Eastern Conference, and I think people forget that with how things have gone. Oh, my, how do we live in the, in the, in the now, right? With everyone saying, oh, AK sucks. He did this. He did this move. People forget it was working, right? It was working. And because of that, right, they're going to look at it and say, listen, we just, we, we, they have enough data to say, we just need a point guard. When you look at the data with Lonzo Ball and then the data after we acquired Patrick Beverly, if you combine those two, right, if you combine those two, if I'm not mistaken, the Bulls were a collective almost 44 and, and like 12 or something like that over that course. No, it was like 44 and like 20, something something like that. Well above 500 with those combined records. The Bulls have done enough, right, in their mind, in AK and Eversley's mind. And then also, let's factor in the fact 
The AK never went into a true rebuild in Denver. I see you guys in the comments, and I see now they're like, well, AK was part of Denver's rebuild. Denver never completely blew it up. They did it in incrementally over time, which we may see here, right? Over the course of four, five seasons, we will have a completely different roster. That's not a rebuild. This, this whole calling now for the Bulls to blow it all up and those that took the, the Zach Levine trade rumor as that glimmer of hope to think that the Bulls are going to go full rebuild, it's not coming. And to hear now that the Charlotte Hornets also are not shopping the number two pick, which they're still going to probably end up taking Brandon Miller, which will push Scoot Henderson to be number three. I tell you what, I know and I see you guys, especially Cornelius, I think is his name in the comment section, saying all the time, the Bulls have enough to get the number three. I tell you what, right now, there are going to be teams that are offering future picks that the Bulls cannot offer on top of that, some other shit, right? The Bulls are probably not getting the number three overall pick. The only reason the Bulls are even in the conversation to get the number three overall pick is because we own the protections on that pick. Other than that, that number three pick isn't likely. That's why we've been focusing on draft prospects in that number 23 range leading up to the draft. Ultimately, it's this. Rebuild, retool. I understand the, the concepts, and I've said it. I understand the validity in both, right? If the people will say, well, at best, this roster is a middling, this is a middling roster. I think people forget that at best, most NBA rosters are mid middle of the pack roster. That just is what it is. And you don't go full rebuild and blow up your whole team constantly as you're trying to get to the top you get pieces and you build around those pieces until guess what you get better pieces or opportunity to move up and do some things the whole concept and thought process behind oh we're just middle of the pack let's blow it up is flawed because that's 90 percent of teams now the bulls did struggle mightily last season and i understand like i said the validity in saying this team does not work i have pieces on this team i would love to trade you guys know I've, I've talked about it all year. It is what it is. But ultimately, it's this. AK has already told you guys what he's doing. AK is already, if you even look at the postseason press conference, I know AK said, I have to, I have to review and look at everything in, in hopes to improve this team, and he should. But in that says to look, and if AK does not get a deal that he thinks drastically improves the team, he's not going to make that move, right? Key, key word in there, improve the team. Guess what going and blowing up your whole roster to just get bad players to bottom out? Guess what that's not doing? It's not improving your team. The only thing that changes in that time frame is just that it changes the impatience fans' minds, and it takes, it takes away that hope that this team is going to make the playoffs, and it settles your mind because then you know this team is not trying to win. And even if that's the case, if we're middle of the pack, right, as much as Bulls fans say that this roster sucks, pulling it all up still doesn't make as much sense because then if we suck as bad as you guys say we do we're going to be a lottery team nonetheless the thing that hurt the bulls this season was they didn't have their own first round pick they have it in 2025 this bulls team is not blowing it all up anytime soon in my opinion now I could be wrong on that but we'll see we'll see that's kind of my thought process I, I, the, the retool rebuild conversation is going to happen a lot around here and we'll see what 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 goes down all right let's get into the next one tyus jones you guys know Tyus Jones was one of my first picks, um, first prospects and targets that I would love to see the Bulls go after this offseason. I just, I, I, I like Tyus Jones as a player. Um, I like his skill set. I like the fact that he's also never really been a player that has, like, needed a bunch of calls and always found a way to be effective as well. In 22 games as a starter last season, with, with, with John Moran out, Tyus Jones averaged 16.4 points per game, 8.1 assists per game, Four rebounds per game, considering his how small he is, 50% shooting from the field, and 41.5% shooting 
from behind the three-point arc. Now, and with that, the Grizzlies went 13-9. and Does that sound similar to the record we had when we had Patrick Beverly? And that is a team that I know you guys probably think has better talent overall than the Chicago Bulls. Tyus Jones ultimately presents a such a good prospect for value and everything for the Chicago Bulls. But I, I got to talk about it. The fact that John Morant got a 25-game suspension, which I'm surprised that it was that low, it, it's all but washed those opportunities away. Tyus, the, the Grizzlies are not trading away Tyus Jones. Uh, I think we may need to pivot to his brother, Trey Jones, but Tyus Jones is basically off the board for the Chicago Bulls if he was ever truly on the board, right? I think that's something that, you know, also I looked and zeroed in on prospects that kind of made sense for the Bulls and what we would have to give up for Tyus Jones as well, maybe probably always price the Bulls out of that price range, out of that range. And I think, you know, we can pivot to other, other uh, people. DeLon Wright came up. Some people are really high on him. I'm not as high. You know, Trey Jones, again, restricted free agent. We don't know what the Spurs are going to do. They could look to to bring in a veteran point guard to help kind of uh, mature up uh, Victor Wimbiana. They could look for a different point guard as well in the draft. Ultimately, I think this. Um, the Bulls have a need at the point guard position. And they still, I think the most likely scenario is they're probably going to try Kobe White at that position. I could be wrong on that, but I do think that Kobe White is going to be given an opportunity to be that starting point guard and to see if that development that he's had as a playmaker and, and dribbler and things like that is just a creator, um, if that's real, right? And I think he's going to get that opportunity. I think, I told you guys, the one of the most likely scenarios is bringing back Kobe, bringing back Vooch, maybe even bringing back Io DeSumo, and then using the rest of your money to go out and get some shooting. Um, so that's kind of what I think may happen uh, with this team. But again, we'll continue to monitor it and we'll take a look at it. But let's go ahead. Let's get into the voicemails for today. This first one, this one's from the 708. Uh, hey, Hayes. Um, just recently started watching a lot of your content. I really enjoy it. Um, I don't I don't think that this will have to do with any subjects that you were talking about on, on one of your shows. So I don't know um, if you're going to use this. But I wanted to just talk about how it seems like a lot of the fan base is it just keeps constantly talking about how we need to trade to get um, we need to trade to get better players. But I, I don't, but to me, it seems like there's a very uh, underlying problem with the player development on the team. And I could just see it because whenever we have a player and we trade him to another team, the team or that player does typically does a lot better on the other team. So I'm just wondering, I think instead of really focusing heavily on the free agency, especially this year, because this or this off season, because it's really not that good. It seems like, I, I, I don't know. Do you think that they should really try to upgrade their player development staff and really try to work with guys like Kobe and work with guys like P. Will? Because, I mean, P. Will, he has so much potential, but Whenever I go to the games and see him play, like, he's just very passive, you know? It's like he's like a – he's I don't know. It's like he's like a – like a, 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 the Hulk, and he doesn't re- – but the, but he doesn't realize how strong he is and how powerful he is, and he's just passive out on the court, you know? So I think they need to get some, some new player development staff to really help develop the players, especially P. Will. But, yeah, that's what I got to say. I don't know if you're going to use this, but, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I love your content. Keep up the good work. One of the greatest points I think that you can make, and one of the points also that I think some fans in general just don't have a good form of reference for because we it's kind of hard to 
uh, to, to, to bring that together, to really understand how important development is, right? The player development is hugely important. And player development, especially for a team that has a lot of young players that, that were raw, is huge, right? But it's outside of that. If you have a good development system, it, it helps you get more value out of some of those players. It helps you go get more value out of later round picks as well. The Bulls have a player development problem, in my opinion, and this goes back even before this, this regime. I know people say, well, look at Kobe. Kobe definitely developed. Patrick Williams taking some steps, especially as a shooter. He did. And Patrick Williams, I don't want to take away from it, has made some steps. But I think the Bulls' recent hiring of a player development coach, which people keep labeling as a shooting coach, is more than just a shooting coach. But looking at that, um, it's important, right? We just hired a player development coach. So uh, uh, a a coach that's going to be focused on coming up with those development plans for Chicago Bulls players. And I think that that is hugely important for this team as we continue to move forward and we and we hopefully at some point are going to get out this goddamn uh, lull that we're in, right? We want to get the most out of Patrick Williams, right? We want to get the most out of, of Dalen Terry, who's, who has so much raw potential, but we need to tap that, right? And so the Bulls hiring, uh, Peter Patton is the name of the coach that we hired in to be our head of our development staff. It's hugely important for the present and the future of the Chicago Bulls because without player development, you're just going to keep turning your wheels over the same things over and over and over again. Without player development, your franchise goes nowhere unless you just get lucky. And so because of that, absolutely. Now, as far as um, Bulls fans talking about trading players, I've said this before. One of the first things that I said when I, you know, uh, when I started this show is that Bulls fans always are looking at who they can acquire and, and trade, right? Literally, we traded for players and then, and, and, uh, like DeMar or acquired Lonzo or acquired Vooch, and literally less than a month later, people were talking about, well, I wonder if we can get this player in a trade for that. It's just what fans do, right? But in, 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 in reality, yes, player development is hugely important for where your, fu- where your franchise is going to go. Your franchise has no future without some form of player development. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from V.O. Walker. Hey, this is V.O. Walker. I'm a long-time listener of uh, Chicago Bulls Central. Um, just wanted to talk about Zach Levine. Um, I feel like that, you know, he's a great player, and I feel like, you know, he's our max player. However, um, he just I just don't think his basketball IQ is great enough for him to lead us to a championship. Therefore, if your best player is basketball IQ, not better to lead you to a championship, I feel like it's time to blow it up. Uh, I feel like they should find out whatever they can do to trade him uh, to get that number one or two pick and just start from the bottom like we did with Derek. Um, All right, so Rio's kind of talking about some of the things that we talked about in the first segment of the show. Here's what I'll say. Yes, Zach Levine's basketball IQ, especially in crunch time, is extremely questionable. But, again, you don't blow your team up just for that. You try to feel – that is why roster construction – is important. If you went into a rebuild every time one of your best players had a flaw, you would constantly be in a state of rebuild. Every every player besides a couple in the history of the NBA has flaws. Period. And the and that's why it's important to draft with a purpose. That's why it's important to draft with a vision. That is one thing that Garpacks did not do towards the end of their tenure. They were just dra- drafting players. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way 
and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill and hope to God that one of them were going to stick and get the Bulls out of where they were. Now, we could say that AK is drafted with a little bit more of a vision. He likes these long athletic players. They kind of can play multiple positions because it adds versatility to your roster, but we still haven't seen because we haven't seen like Marco. We don't know what's going on with Marco. Io's been miscast. Patrick Williams up and down on the roster. Dalen Terry hasn't really played yet, right? So we haven't gotten to see how that vision fits together yet, and there's enough there to show hey, let's start questioning this. But ultimately, you don't blow up a roster just because a player has flaws. You go out and try to get better players, right? And that is via, either through the draft, via recruitment, via whatever it is. Ultimately, now, if you get to a certain point, right? And this is the thing that I say. I do think that ultimately, unless the Bulls fix themselves, that eventually you're going to have to move that, right? That may be coming in the last two years of his deal or something like that. But like, eventually, you have to continue giving yourself opportunities and chances otherwise you're going to find yourself in a permanent state of rebuild like the Philadelphia 76ers were and yes I know people are going to say well they got an MVP Joel Embiid out of it yeah cool and they won a lot of regular season games but that ain't meant shit and so ultimately to build a good roster you have to have that mix and you have to hold on to some of your pieces you can't keep putting all your pieces out on the table for what you feel is a better piece otherwise you're going to keep doing that and you're not going to have a, a roster around that better player once you eventually do get them. That's my thought process. That That's not one that everyone should, should, should hold on to. But, again, that's just kind of my thought process on it. Let's get into this next one. This one's from Oscar. Oh, uh, What's up, Hayes? It's Oscar from Jersey again. Uh, so I just – I usually listen to your episodes when I'm on the lawn and doing shit around the house, man. I appreciate you. It, it gives me time to listen to what I do my work at home. Uh, but – uh. Just heard the Vooch episode, what if he leaves, and that Boston was supposedly uh, the favorite to land him. What if, hypothetically speaking, they are interested in Vooch, Boston is, and we sign and trade Vooch for Robert Williams and Derek White. I think they're, they have their point guard at Marcus Smart, and they have other pieces around. Vooch gives them a third star, and I think uh, uh, another scoring center that's don't think they've had. Uh, it gives us, and Derek White, I'm not saying he's Bonzo or anything like that, but it gives us, gives us a capable starting point guard uh, that defends and can shoot the three. In uh, Robert Williams, you get a def- defensive-minded uh, center uh, to make up some of the, you know, the deficiencies in Zach's defense and the Mars defense. Now, you're talking about out of your five, starting five, Derek White, uh, Zach, DeMar, P. Will, and, and Robert Williams. Your surrounding, or if you get if you sign somebody else to come in and, and, and play the four, surround uh, uh, 
the shooters, you got more defense and adequate scoring. I think it makes their team better. It makes our team better. You know, you might need to – I think the numbers work. It's 24, 26, so you might have to add someone. But that's a good idea. That, I think that works. And another thing, um, the Bulls, I feel like other teams, other good teams, and this is part of my frustration that I told you on the last time I, I, get, I called you, is the Bulls seem to always think – Oh, we're not interested in players in the second round at the bottom. We're not. We didn't find anyone we like. And then every draft, you find the teams that do their work and do the homework and find guys to, to, at the bottom of the second round, the bottom of the first. That somehow, come playoff time, you're asking, who is this guy that just dropped 18 in the in, in the finals, and you don't know who he is? Because I feel like we other teams do the work. We don't put in the work. It's like the guard pack that right, you know, cash. You just trading your picks for cash. You're not really putting in the work and, and, and finding those guys there. I think we really need to talk to Portland and try to get that uh, protection and take that 23rd pick, find somebody, and turn the bottom of this roster. We've seen what Javante Green can do. We've seen what these guys can do. Man, we need – We I, I feel like we need to add new talent, new faces, and hopefully things turn around. But thank you once again, man, and sorry for rambling on so much. Peace. Trading Vooch for Robert Williams and Derek White. Um. Okay. This is what I've said a lot of times and with a lot of people, and it's easy to go out and look at somebody who brings the things that Vooch doesn't. And Vooch is not a great defender. And Robert Williams, yes, you do get a better defender. You get a better rim protector overall, and but you don't get the passer. You don't get anybody who can who can be a stretch a threat to stretch the floor. And because of that, that that then clogs up the, the lane even more for our players that we already have a predictable offense, and the and the lane gets clogged up. And that's when defenses can really dig in on us, and then we can't score the basketball, right? So ultimately, I get what you're getting at with this, but I think that it's it's one of those things to where I get you're trying to make sense of the rumor, and I understand that. And if if Vooch does just sound, sign outright with the Boston Celtics and the Bulls can work out a signing trade and he was going to go there anyway, you can do a lot worse than this. Now, the one thing that I'm going to say to this as well is, do you really want a player with Derek White's forehead on the Chicago Bulls with knowing how I get down? Do you really think? That you that I can can be have a player on the team with such an easy target in the forehead of Derek White and not constantly make jokes about it is that what you want for this channel because that's what you're gonna get but in 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 being uh, realistic like uh, not a, not a terrible trade now as far as uh, teams with the second round uh, I think you're you're holding on some to what Gar Pax did AK is not sold any second round picks we just did not have very many second round picks because of the second round picks that John Paxson and Gar Foreman gave up prior to that. Now, we have given up some second-round picks. We forfeited one. We would have had a second-round pick this year. So I think that you're holding on a little bit to what the prior front office did. This front office, and if you look at how AK drafts, he's found value in the second. We got Marco in the second round. Got I on the second round. Now, Marco has not been able to make his way to NBA court, but this this isn't a front office that doesn't value second-round picks. We just didn't have a lot when they came into it. So I just wanted to point that out. Oscar, let me know what you guys think. Let's get into this next one. This one's from... My auntie, nephew, what's the word? Good morning, gang. Um, I don't know, nephew. This reveal, this retool shit is 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 aggravating, it's irritating because everybody just wants the bull to blow some shit up. You just don't blow some shit up when you having a bad season. Okay, we wouldn't have got fucking Demar. We wouldn't have got Alonzo Ball. Shit didn't work out with Alonzo Ball. We the first half of the season, the bull was cool. Once Jerry got got here, the bull just. I lost their damn man. I don't know. Everything went left with the Bulls. 
But far as us rebuilding and trying to grow, it's a dang how you take care of building. Dang how you do shit, bro. You don't have you don't have to give really every motherfucking body because you mad because the bulls didn't make this or the bulls didn't do no 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 no. Dang how the business go, baby. I rather for the bulls to retool than rebuild because if you rebuild, just look at it. We just had young players. Did y'all see Billy Dunlap play them motherfuckers? No, you did not. That's why we all know. Uh, carry potential, uh, potential. If motherfucker along the ball, we never got hurt. We never would have seen IO potential because Billy don't give these kids no chance. He don't let them run. He don't play with these kids. When he do let them get a run or get on the court, to me, they got potential. But as far as this rebuilding shit, come on, bro. Y'all, y'all blowing this shit out of proportion. Now, retool, y'all can build around. That's what's saying. Me, that retool, I, Debo, you gotta go. AC, you gotta go. Boot your ass too. I don't, listen, listen, all this trying to get these young players and trying to rebuild some shit so the boys can have a young team, fuck that. He's just like, okay, we can go get a young player. If Billy go and play him. No, he is, no, he's not. And then it's like training fucking kindergarten, though. From all this shit, no. Rebuild that is that the vocabulary. No, you could definitely retool, get a point guard, take the pressure off Zach Levine, make Zach Levine better, and make everybody else on this team better. As far as, no, no. I mean, you can, you can, do some trade. You can trade DeMar. You can trade AC. All these veteran players, you can get rid of them. And we can go get us a couple of young players, but the option is not to rebuild and get nothing but young players. Where the fuck do you think the Bulls going to go with all, uh, nothing but a bunch of kids? We're not going no motherfucking way but on that motherfucking bitch and going right back home. And we're going to be watching this shit on TV like we did this season. Come on, bro. Y'all got to think about it. It, it. it ain't all about rebuilding all the time and when shit don't go y'all way. But as far as Billy Dunlap, Zach Levine, they been had that problem. Billy Dunlap been lost Zach. He been lost that locker room. I don't know what the fuck they got going on there for an office. Bro, this shit all over YouTube. This shit all over ESPN. This shit is so fucking irritating. Only thing I can say, I just pray to God the Bulls make the right decision with Zach Levine. Go find some shooters. Go find some sides. Go get some wings. But I don't give a fuck what they do. Just make this team better. You don't have to rebuild to make this team better. The fuck y'all want to rebuild with a bunch of babies for? What the fuck we gonna do with a bunch of kids? You gotta have some type of veteran. First of all, Goon is on y'all ass. That's all I got to say on that one. Goon is on. Listen, retool is way more uh, likely. And like I said, until the Bulls own their own first round picks for the foreseeable future, this team is not going rebuild. It's just not. So while we have our own first round pick next year in 2025, uh, I'm sorry, 2024 draft, we lose our own pick in 2024. But then we have all our first round picks after that. And I think. If the Bulls do go rebuild, if that aligns with a couple of things. That aligns with Zach Levine having two more years on this deal by then, right? That aligns with DeMar, Vooch. Uh, we'll see what if Vooch is, ends up signing that three-year contract. It may be an expiring by then. Lonzo Ball's contract would be off the books. You'd made your decision on if you're extending P. Will. Probably even will have to extend Dalen Terry by then. But that's where the Bulls may make their move, right? And that's what I'm saying. The Bulls, for those that are asking, I think I forgot to say this in the opening, if the Bulls are, are, are still in this middling team, the earliest you're going to get your rebuild is 2026. That's it. So dig in for three more long years. Uh, but on point, Goon, thank you, Auntie, for calling. And I missed your voice. I'm glad to see that you're doing good. By the way, shout out to my Auntie. She got married, y'all. Y'all go support Goon. Give her some love. Let's get into this last voicemail for the day. And this one's from Shay. Yeah, what's up, hey? This is your boy, Shay. Look, I know you ain't heard from me in a minute. But, hey, I'm going to just go ahead and get on this little rant here. Why do so many punk-ass Bulls fans want Zach Levine gone so bad? Now, look. I know what 
they gonna say, oh, pick a direction, this and that. But once y'all the same motherfuckers three years ago, talking about how badly y'all want to make the playoffs, how badly y'all want this, how badly y'all want that, y'all tired of the rebuilding process and y'all want the major moves. AK made the major moves by trading for Nikola Vucevic and trading for DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball in here. And now that we've got some injuries, got a little turmoil, y'all want to start a rebuild all over again. I swear, y'all too damn wishy-washy. Hang in there, shut the fuck up, and be and be quiet. I'm talking to you Bulls fans, your, your sky's falling Bulls fans. Wishy-washy. Y'all don't know if you want this or you want that. Because you you're talking about you want big name free agents, and then you realize that that super team shit just doesn't work by what we saw from the Lakers. So please, calm down, shut the fuck up, and just enjoy the ride, and hopefully this will get better next year. I, listen, there's nothing left to say. Shea just went off on y'all. Shay just went off on y'all. Shay was cooked. Um, but no, all all jokes aside, um, I think this with the fan base, right? Been a member of of, Bull, of the Bulls fandom, especially the online community, literally since it started. And this is what I'm gonna say: Bulls fans will never be satisfied until we win a title. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with not being completely satisfied until you reach the mountaintop. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think. That desire to get there sometimes take a little bit of realism away from Bulls fans on what they think is realistically possible. And one thing that I'm also learning that a lot of fans in general of sports don't really have a firm grasp of what's possible and what's not. It's just like people think, oh, if we don't re-sign Vooch, we can go out and spend that same money on another center. It's not how the, that's not how the NBA's salary cap works, right? The only reason we're able to re-sign Vooch is because we own his bird rights. And if he walks away, you don't have any assets that, that you can get a legitimate replacement for. That That's just kind of how things work. And a lot of fans don't know those intricacies. And I think that starts it starts showing itself when these trade talks, these blow it all up talks start happening, when you start seeing some of the completely unrealistic takes that are out there. But it kind of just comes with the territory of sports. And I think ultimately, as we continue going forth in this time, right? And yeah. We, we deserve a front office that is going to do everything to improve this roster. But I think sometimes people just – and I, I, we saw it, right? We saw it the, the, build, right? And, and I love uh, um, Kenny Beecham and what he's done for just the Bulls community and what he's done as a creative is huge. But once you had somebody of his stature in this game start talking about the Bulls need to blow it all up, all the other people who get their mindsets, not just their, 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 their thoughts or information, but get their mindsets – from some of the bigger creatives, they were going to fall in line with that. And I think that that's just, that's just the nature of this animal. It just is what it is. So, you know, we'll see. Ultimately, uh, rebuild isn't coming anytime soon. I just laid that out for you guys. And we'll see what, the, what comes of this roster. But that's my time for today. I'll be back tomorrow with another mailbag episode. Make sure you guys also go and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or your podcasting platform of choice if you're on the YouTube side. And leave a review. If that podcasting platform asks for reviews, mainly just Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can leave reviews and ratings there. If you're on the podcast side and listening to me, just go over to the YouTube side, hit that subscribe button. It helps us grow. It's going to help the channel continue that momentum. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button there as well. But you can follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Like I liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace.
This has been a presentation of the Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.